So, hello. It's been five months. And I... Am I disappointed? Yes. 110% I'm disappointed in myself. I don't know why I didn't record for five months. Um, again, this is just me recording in my room. So it's not, um, it's not difficult in any way. But my last episode was June 1st, and you know what I think it is. So I turned 24 years old on May 28th. May 28th is my birthday. I turned 24. The, you know how every year on your birthday, people, maybe it's family, friends, whoever, people are like, oh, do you feel older? Do you feel older? Ha ha ha. Do you feel older? And it's like, it's just like one of those like lip service comments. Like no one actually expects you to feel older. Like it's, it's like a rhetorical question basically. This year, I truly truly felt a change in my brain the second I turned 24 I've heard of this happening when you turn 25 because when you're 25 your frontal is it your frontal cortex or something fully developed I've heard of that happening maybe it happens when you're 24 also because when I turned 24 I kid you not some things about my thought process some things about my taste buds, my taste buds are the craziest part, just did a complete 180. There are things that I have thought my entire life, all 24 years of my life, and now I'm like, no, I don't agree with that. I I feel like I'm almost a different person, but also not, because how different can you actually be? You're kind of always going to be the same person once you develop your personality when you're younger. It kind of always stays with you, but there are things that you can take back. There are things that you can change your mind on, and that's okay. I think I've made an episode talking about, you know, changing your mind. Uh, What was it? Um, Oh, like admitting when you're wrong. Totally fine. You can do that throughout your life. As long as you admit when you're wrong, that's great. Of course, you know, if you murdered someone and you were like in the courtroom oh, my bad, like, shouldn't have done it. I'm so sorry. That doesn't count because you now you've ruined many lives, so screw you. But when it comes to, like, oh, I hate coconut, now, guys, my taste buds did a complete 180. I used to be the person that would go to a restaurant and order a burger or a sandwich, and I would say, can I get that with no tomato? What a little wimp right to sit in a restaurant and be like no please no tomato please no tomato now love love tomato everything about it I don't care if it's diced I don't care if it's a whole slice I love the um caprese salads oh my god tomato so freaking good the second I turned 24 I don't know what it was I truly don't. If you hear so much noise going on right now, I now live in an apartment. I live with a boy. I live with my boyfriend. Crazy, you guys. I'm saying you guys. I'm probably talking to two people right now. I, in the last five months, so many things have changed. Oh my God. So I'll keep talking about my taste buds, but it might sound echoey right now because Furniture is expensive, so the room I'm sitting in, 
I'm sitting at a desk. That's about all that's in here. So maybe it sounds too echoey and I'll have to sit in the closet next time. But yeah, my taste buds. The tomato, immediately love it. Love it. It's so good. I love coconut now. The coconut chocolate combo. If you had told me a year ago that I would be craving an almond joy, go screw yourself. Now, I was mad that my parents didn't get a bag of Halloween candy that came with almond joys. Because usually you get one of those variety pack Halloween bags of candy from Walmart, right? And it'll have like Whoppers and Almond Joys. No one wants that. No kid coming to your door is like, oh, yay, a Whopper. Whoppers are the worst things in the world. Probably will never change my mind on that, but who knows? Because my papa loves Whoppers. But the Almond Joys, oh my god. The coconut chocolate combo, so good. So good. So that's another way my taste buds changed. What's another one? I'm okay with mushrooms. Kind of. Kind of. Oh, black coffee. I'm usually I like a little cream in there. I do the um, the brown sugar oat creamer from Trader Joe's. It is so good. And then, oh, I am so excited that coffee shops are now having their peppermint flavors because getting like a black coffee with almond milk and then adding like one pump of peppermint. Oh my God. It is so good. It's kind of like a peppermint hot chocolate, but with caffeine because I need the caffeine. I think I'm probably addicted to caffeine now because I notice the mornings when I wake up and I don't have coffee for like a couple hours, I'm still exhausted by the time 10 o'clock rolls around, I'm still exhausted. And I'm like, what's going on? It's because I haven't had my coffee, so that's probably a bad thing. That probably means I'm addicted to it. But it's not like I'm drinking a whole pot of coffee a day. We have a Keurig at our apartment. And, you know, I probably do like two of them a day if I'm home, right? If I'm here working from home and just doing like emails and stuff, then I will do two. If I'm going to the kitchen to go and bake and to work on orders, then I'm going to have one, but lied. I lied because then I make coffee at the kitchen. I'm probably addicted to coffee, but that's okay. But for this episode, since I've been on a five-month hiatus from any type of podcasting in any realm, I decided, you know... I kind of need to refresh myself on what I've already talked about because I don't want to keep repeating myself. It's a bit obnoxious, isn't it? So I went through my other episodes, the titles, the notes that I had in my Google Docs for other episodes. I'm like, what did I talk about a year ago? Because is that... I don't know when I... I don't know when I started this, but it's been five months since I recorded, so I need to refresh myself. There are so many things that I have said in previous episodes that I just flat out do not agree with at all anymore. And that's okay. Because like I said, it's not like I'm sitting in a courtroom being tried for murder, right? I'm talking about unpopular opinions about pop culture, whose side I'm on in this argument in the news outlets. It is literally so dumb 
It's so stupid. It doesn't matter in any way. There are so many more important things going on. It doesn't matter. But as I listened to it and as I read my notes back, I was like, what was I thinking? Why were those thoughts going through my head? I sound like a bitch. I sound so annoying. So this episode, I am taking back literally everything I've ever said to an extent. There are some things. There there are plenty of things that I still think. Like I said, you can change, but you're not going to change your whole personality. And there are some things that I'm probably saying right now that I'll change my mind on in a year. But when I tell you that the second I turned 24, there are so many things that like a switch flipped in my brain there. I just feel different. I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't know if there's any science behind it. I just feel different. So I made a list of things that I am kind of going to backtrack on. I have a new opinion on it. I have a new outlook on these things compared to what I thought six, eight months ago. So the first one, in like a couple of my unpopular opinion episodes, I think, I said, you know, Taylor Swift is overrated. Do I listen to her music? No. It's not the genre, the genre, the genre. Say it however you want. It's not the kind of music that I listen to, but that doesn't mean she's overrated. That just means one person, one out of seven billion people, because the whole entire world loves her. It's just not my kind of music. That's totally fine. Does that take away from her being the coolest person in the world? No. So I am completely taking back my statement on the fact that I thought Taylor Swift was overrated because she's not. It's just not my kind of music. That's perfectly fine. But she is seriously, I would say she has to be like the coolest person in the world. Like her friends and the energy she puts out. I love her style. Her style now, like in like the paparazzi photos of her, right? She is so, she's a Barbie. She is so pretty. She looks just, she looks perfect. She seems like the perfect girl that you would want to hang out with. She seems like such a girl's girl. And being a girl's girl is so important in life. And I'll get to that later, but I don't think Taylor Swift is overrated just because you don't listen to her music, which I don't. That's okay. That doesn't take away from her talent and from her overall wow factor. Does that make sense? The second one. The second one. Do you guys? Of course you do. Remember the whole back and forth between Selena and Haley. Like, oh my God, Haley's copying Selena. Blah, 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 blah. My stance was so strong that I was... And I I will love Selena Gomez forever. I love her so much. Again, like she's one of Taylor Swift's best friends, right? I just love the energy that they give off. They give off girl's girl energy. It's so perfect. So I love Selena always will. But I think the whole Selena versus Haley thing... It's not either of them. Like, stop pinning them against each other. We're looking at the wrong two people. And this is such old news, right? It's been five months. We're looking at the wrong people. It's not Haley or Selena. It's Justin. I feel like Justin is such, like, a player. He's such, a, he's such like, a little douchebag. 
honestly. Sure, there are probably some very sweet aspects of him. Of course, yay, whatever. I feel like it's his problem and the girls just get involved in it and then they are the ones that are made to look bad on media outlets and social media and all of that. I feel bad for them. I really do. So I'm sorry that I said Haley's the problem. She's not. And neither is Selena. It's Justin. I really do think it's Justin. That's just my personal opinion. The next one. As I'm getting older, I brought up the girls girl thing a couple times, but I am really realizing how important it is to be a girl's girl and how as you are in like your mid-20s, because now I'm in my mid-20s, having those good female friendships is so important and it's so nice to have, it doesn't have to be a huge group. I don't have a big group of friends. I can count all of my close friends on one hand, okay? I really could and that might sound sad, But it is what it is, okay? I wasn't in a sorority in college. I didn't have that, like, immediate group of friends that I could make. So I feel like it's a little bit more difficult. I also don't have any coworkers. I don't work in an office. It's insanely hard to make friends. But the friends that I do have, I absolutely love. And being able to hang out with just girls, like if you want to go to dinner, if you want to go get drinks, if you want to watch a movie, if you want to just sit in the living room of your apartment and talk, having those female friendships is so nice. And I think I've I've always known it's important and it's always fun and it's always nice to have those. I've always known that. But as I've gotten a little bit older... I've really noticed the like the true importance of having quality female friends in your life as a girl, right? It's just like like if you're going through something to have their perspective, to get their opinion and their thoughts and then for you to do the same for them and then to talk about things that your boyfriend might not want to talk about, right? Your there are different things that you talk about with your girlfriends than you do with your boyfriend. Right, And I'm talking boyfriend is like romantic relationship, but also if you have friends that are guys, you still want those female friendships because there are some, you'll, you'll always meet some girls that are like, oh, I don't have many girlfriends. I prefer guys because guys are just like less drama. It's not drama. It's like venting about your day. It's expressing your thoughts and feelings in a comfortable setting with people that you can trust. That's not drama. Drama would be like getting into a screaming match at a bar. That would be crossing the line. That that might just not be a great friendship, right? But when people describe women as being dramatic and emotional and you're overreacting, it's, you're just so much... And literally all you're doing is describing your feelings. Like you're trying to find the words to describe your feelings. So maybe you're talking a little bit more than other people. Maybe you're starting more conversations about a certain topic because you're just trying to get it off your chest. You're trying to find the words to figure out exactly how to express your feelings to the person you're trying to get your point across to. It's not dramatic. It's not overreacting. It's literally just... Being a person 
and caring. <laughs> like that's how I view it. It's like if you if you truly care about something, you're going to talk about it. You're going to bring it up. Right? You're now again, don't scream at someone. Don't point fingers, don't cause like fights and things, right? That's a bit much. That's crossing a line. But just bringing up your opinions, how is that how is that dramatic? That pisses me off so much when you want to say like oh, well, this made me, you know, I don't appreciate the way that this was handled. Oh my God, you're so full of yourself. Like, wow, like that's so ridiculous. What? That I'm, oh, I hate it so much. So having those female friendships as a girl, it's so nice to be able to get your thoughts out to people that understand you, to people that You could be rambling for 20 minutes and they will understand every word you're saying. Even if you're not able to clearly get your point across, they still know exactly what you mean. They know exactly what you're feeling. They've probably dealt with it before. They've probably experienced it. They probably have some advice to give. It's crazy how when you're with a group of girls, there's always going to be someone that knows exactly what you're going through. It could be with work. You could be venting about your boss or your coworkers or... Like something that happened at the bar last weekend. And someone will understand you in a group of girls. If they're girls, girls. If they're girls, girls, they will understand you. If it's not a girls, girl, then she'll do, she'll make the comments that are like, oh, like, I don't, I don't really, I'm not like other girls. I don't really deal with that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I guess I'm just different. Cause like, I, I wouldn't have let that bother me that much. It, If some, oh my God, if someone said that to me, I would, I would lose it. I cannot stand comments like that. I'm going to make an episode. I think my next episode is going to be like all about the importance of being a girl's girl because I talked about it with a couple of my friends literally this week about like what it means to be a girl's girl because there have been things going around TikTok that I've seen of like, you know, being a girl's girl doesn't necessarily mean Honestly, I can just talk about it in this episode. It doesn't need to be a whole separate thing. But being a girl's girl doesn't mean like no matter what the person did, no matter what they said, no matter who they hurt, if it was a girl, then I'm going to back her up no matter what. It doesn't mean that, right? Because everyone is capable of bad things. Everyone can say and do something that is so awful that you don't agree with, that you don't have to support. Just because they're a woman doesn't mean you have to have their back. That That is completely understandable. Being a girl's girl isn't just saying, oh, she's a woman, so I believe her no matter what. That that can get dangerous because then you're just like being really closed-minded and you're not giving anyone else a chance to talk or do anything. But being a girl's girl, it's like, I was trying to describe it. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's like knowing. It's like, okay, say... You meet a group of girls and you really hit it off. You you really like them. You love hanging out with them. And you've only known them for like a couple weeks. And then a guy walks into a bar that you're all hanging out with and you think the guy's really cute. And you say to your friends, oh my gosh, that guy is so cute. Like, I would love to talk to him. And then one of the girls is like, oh, that's my ex, you know, that like, like that's my ex. Being a girl's girl means immediately that guy is off limits. 
like completely off limits. I've talked about this before. If you are interested in a guy or a girl that your friend used to have a thing with, if they, if they're, if they actually dated that person, if that is their ex, immediately off limits. But if they just had like a little fling with them, maybe they went on like one or two dates. I don't think it's immediately off limits, but you better talk to your friend about it before you do anything, before you go on a date with that person, before you dance with them at the bar. You better talk to your friend about that, even if you've known this friend for a month, okay? If you sit them down and say, hey, I'm interested in this person, I know that you and him went on like two dates a year ago, would this make you uncomfortable? It is, you have to have that conversation. That is your job. As, as a girl to another girl, you have to do that. And if the friend is like, oh my God, go for it. Like that, that was so long ago. We did not hit it off. It, like there was nothing there. Like he's a great guy. He's super nice. It's just not, you know, it's, it wasn't meant to be. Go for it. I would love for you to go on a date with him. Then, okay, cool. Then there you go. You can have, you can go on a date with him. You can, you can do whatever you want. But if that friend is like, oh yeah, we, we did. Um, it didn't end like that well. Like I, I was really into him, but you know, it just wasn't meant to be, you know, it, it didn't really, it, it wasn't like the best. If anything like that is being said, you better not, you, you better not go behind that girl's back and go on a date with that guy. That would be, that would not be being a girl's girl. It wouldn't. That would be rude. Because think about how many guys there are. Think about how many girls there are. There are so many options for people to go on a date with. Don't do it. That is so rude. So like being a girl's girl, it's yes, having girls' backs, especially your friends, especially your friends, having their backs. And if they come to you and say like, hey, like, this really upset me. I do not appreciate this. Don't scream at them. Don't yell. Don't call them names. Don't yell at them. Like, that's just, it's too much. That, you, you gotta, I don't know. Maybe this should be a separate episode so that I can have time to sit down and, like, write my thoughts out about what it means to be a girl's girl. Because, like I said, I have seen so many things on TikTok about like and they're kind of like opposite opinions and then in the comments people are getting mad but like it does I don't know I don't know I just as again as I've gotten older I'm not old I'm still very young I'm 24 years old but I have just started to notice more and more day by day how much I love getting together with my girlfriends it's, it's so nice. It's so different than like going out with your boyfriend and his friends. That That is, I don't like doing that. I have realized I don't like doing that. Like I, I do because I love my boyfriend and I love his friends. They're all fantastic. But it's just a different experience that you get when you're hanging out with your own friends. When all of your own friends are also girls. And you can have a true girls night. That is so fun. It just gives you such a good feeling. It's like the biggest boost of serotonin that you will ever have. Not that you will ever have. That's a lie. But 
to an extent it is it's so fun I love it I love the whole girl dinner thing I love seeing girls wear different outfits and make different fashion statements that maybe I wouldn't make but they look so happy they look so fun and cute and they're posting their videos and their pictures I love can I tell you I love the new Instagram trend where you post this isn't new this has been for months where you post your recap of the month like at the end of October you post pictures from October at the end of November you post pictures from November I love those so much because then it's like oh like these are your 10 favorite moments look at you with your friends look at your charcuterie board look at your little wine glasses at dinner it's so fun Oh, I love those so much. I can't wait to do one for November. I haven't done one in a while. And I just, I love them so much. It makes me so happy to see people that I follow posting their like month recaps. Because I just think it's so cute. I think I love it. I love little things like that. I love being girly. That is one way I have definitely changed. Because as a kid, I was the biggest tomboy ever. I did not want to get clothes from Justice. I hated Justice. I got clothes from the boys section of Gap. I would wear baggy t-shirts and basketball shorts. And then once I got to high school, actually no. Once I got to middle school, I was more girly. And then completely changed in high school because I wasn't a tomboy then. And I loved fashion and quote-unquote fashion because, you know, I shopped at Forever 21. But... I, I love those things. And that's another that's another thing I have on my list of things where my opinion has changed. Okay? Mini dresses. I said in, was it unpopular opinions? I don't know. I feel like I said things in those episodes that I just don't agree with at all anymore. But mini dresses. I said that basically mini dresses are out. The super short dresses just aren't that flattering. I love the midi dresses. I still do love midi dresses. I think they're so classy. I think they're so chic. I love it. I, it's kind of like a, like an old money. Oh, I love the old money style. I love it so much. That's what midi dresses are giving. But mini dresses, like mini, M-I-N-I, so cute. So cute. And I need more of them because I love a mini dress with tights and like knee-high boots or something for the winter. Oh my gosh. They are so cute. They look so good. So I take that back. I think mini dresses are great. I think midi dresses are great. Maxi dresses. Go for it. Wear whatever you want. Do I have opinions on what outfits might look better than others? Yes. Who doesn't? That's human. But do whatever you want because when I see your posts on Instagram, I'm gonna like it. I'm gonna say, oh my gosh, that looks so good. And it's like, you know, with the little recap posts about your entire month, it's so exciting to see like all the outfits. I love that. I love when girls post those recap posts on Instagram where there's 10 different pictures and a couple of them are like their different outfits throughout the month that they really liked. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. I love it. It's like a little photo diary. I mean, that's what Instagram is anyways, but it's so much fun. Another way that my mind did a little 180. I made a video on whether college is the best four years of your life. 
Do I think it's the best four years of my life? To an extent, no, because I didn't like the academic part of it necessarily. I remember sophomore year in college, I was struggling so bad with my grades. But then when I think about my friendships at that time, and when I think about the fun stuff I was doing around campus and then the tailgates and things like that, had an amazing time. Absolutely loved it, right? But even though, like when I think back to it, even though like during sophomore year, I was struggling with my grades, I still got my grades up. I still went to class. I still made friends in all of those classes. And you know what? I learned a lot. I am realizing as I go through life after college, was I a straight A student? Absolutely not. Did I learn a lot that I would not have learned had I not gone to college? Absolutely. I learned so many things that I didn't even know were still in my brain. And I am so glad I went. I am so thankful that I stuck with it, that my parents wanted me to go to college, that they made it a point of like, no, you're not dropping out. Like you are, you're gonna, that's not even an option, right? You're going to keep going. You're going to regret it if you were to do that. It was never really a serious conversation at all of me dropping out. But when my grades were suffering so much sophomore year, I was like, I can't, oh my God, this is awful. I'm not having fun. My GPA is just plummeting. Like this sucks. I got it back up. We're all good. And of course, you know, in the real world, your GPA that you had when you graduated, it doesn't really matter unless, unless you are going in to, like if you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a lawyer, if you want to be an engineer, those, that that's where your GPA does matter, right? Because you want a doctor that got straight A's. You want a lawyer that got straight A's, right? So those things do matter. But I studied business entrepreneurship and it's like, you don't need that degree in order to start a business. You absolutely don't. So I still stand by the fact that you do not need college to be successful. There are plenty of people in the world that do not go to college at all. And they are so successful, like more successful than I will ever be. But when it comes to the experiences that you get by going to college, it really is so important. The social experiments, the social experiences, the friends that you make. And honestly, hey, the parties you go to, you learn a lot about other people. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about what to do and what not to do in social settings, how to talk to people, how to interact with a big group, how, how, how to navigate basically your life when every single person around you is doing something entirely different than you, but still being able to like stay on track. Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. So yes, college can be very stressful if you are not the best at test taking, like me, I suck at test taking. Oh, it's so bad. I I wonder if I'll, I'll take another test in my life. Surely. Oh, God, when it comes time to help my future kids with their homework, I don't know what I'm going to tell them. That's going to be a hard time in my life, trying to help my kids with, my home, with their homework. <laughs> That's going to be hard. 
But college is really so important. And what made me think about this? Have you guys seen the stuff on TikTok of people starting to say like, what is Emma Chamberlain talking about? Because if you've listened to Emma Chamberlain's podcast, I used to love it. I used to listen to it religiously. The day that her episodes would come out, I would listen and I loved it. I really did. That's what made me want to start my podcast because it just looks so fun. Just talking into a microphone, just saying whatever you want to say, basically looks so fun. And I do love doing it. But with Emma Chamberlain's podcast, I stopped listening to it. I think the last episode I listened to was the one on Nepo Babies. Because, you know, she's in Hollywood. She is a celebrity. I mean, she does like the Met Gala red carpet every year for the past few years. And everyone loves her. All the celebrities know her. She is famous, right? So she kind of has the inside scoop on nepotism. But that was like the last episode I listened to. Because with that one and then all of the ones after, she just like repeats herself all the time. And people have started to kind of connect the dots of... You know, this girl dropped out of high school to start her YouTube channel, and then she became very successful at that, and she never went to college. She never did any continuing education. And so when she makes podcast episodes about actual life topics, it, hang hang on, let me pull up her podcast, because her titles always talk about whatever she's going to be talking about in that episode. So like self-discipline, procrastination, uh, what history can teach us, running away from problems, when toxic becomes trendy, modern romance, uh, parasocial relationships. The stuff she talks about are actual things going on. They're actual things happening. But the way she talks about them, it's as if she doesn't really know about it she doesn't like really have a fully formed opinion about it and people have started to notice that when they're listening to it it's just repeating 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 nothing's ever really said it you know that clip of who is it it's either kendall or kylie jenner and she's saying like i just want to realize that like realizing stuff it like helps you realize that life is just about realizing or like whatever they said it's like do you know what you're talking like do you have the ability to have an opinion on this topic and so people have started to kind of put two and two together like she never finished high school she never went to college she became famous at such a young age and I've heard this thing where you you stop mentally developing the same year that you become famous. So people say that's why Justin Bieber still acts childish because he became famous at such a young age and was thrown into the world of Hollywood and it like basically stunted his mental growth because he was taken away from the experiences you should have at a young age to help your mind develop, to really give you those life lessons and if you're taken away from that at such a young age your mind is kind of gonna stop developing it's still gonna develop as your body grows that's only natural but on a mental level you're not gonna have things to relate to anymore 
I don't know if that makes any sense, but these people on TikTok, they're like, I'm glad I'm not the only one that stopped listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast because it sounds like like she really just needs to go to college. There are a lot of people commenting like it would really benefit her to go to college, not necessarily to get a degree to become a lawyer, right? That wouldn't be necessary for her in the grand scheme of things. But to go to college to study something that she is just truly interested in learning more about, because that's the thing. There are so many classes in college that don't really have anything to do with your major, but taking those classes helps your mental development so much. I re- My favorite classes in college were honestly the ones that had nothing to do with what I was majoring in and what I was getting a degree in. They were just the filler classes that you had to take and you had to get a certain grade in order to advance to junior year, to senior year, you know? And so those classes, they they kind of just let you sit and listen and learn and think about it instead of like, oh my gosh, I have to I have to memorize this equation so that I can pass the exam and then after that I couldn't care less about this calculus class. I just have to remember it and then after the exam we'll be good. They're more so the classes that are like, like I took an astronomy class. Was my grade the best in there? No, it wasn't because that professor was so difficult. But the class itself, the different lessons that she taught, the different, you know, PowerPoints she went through, the videos we watched, I was so invested in that class. I was so interested in it. There was a philosophy course that I took and the books that the professor assigned loved them. That had never happened to me before where I was in a class with assigned reading and I actually liked the books. These were books that I would have enjoyed reading on my own with a cup of coffee. I had so much fun in that class. I really did. And so people are like, oh, well, Emma Chamberlain would really benefit from going to some college, whatever. It could be a private school where she has privacy from the press and paparazzi, like, you know, she could get it done. Like Emma Watson went, didn't Emma Watson go to Harvard? As, shoot, as a celebrity, Emma Chamberlain, she could go to Harvard. Like she could get in just because she's a celebrity. She should take advantage of that 100%. I agree with the people that are saying she would benefit benefit from college, not going to study something to use a degree for but just to go to take courses that she is actually interested in so that she can get other people's opinions, so that she can hear from people in the real world. Because again, being thrown into the world of Hollywood at a young age, that has to be hard. Because sure, there are other people your age there, but you can't act your age. Otherwise, you're going to get ridiculed. You're going to have people putting your picture on the cover of a magazine embarrassing you in front of the whole world. You're going to have news articles talking about you and your face is going to be on TV like when Justin Bieber peed in bushes or something, right? What guy in college hasn't peed in a bush? And then he's plastered all over social media and he's told that he's an awful person and he's a douchebag, which, yes, to an extent, I think he is... I think he is. Like I said, it's not Haley or Selena. It's Justin. That's the problem. But going back to Emma Chamberlain, like, because if you, if you listen to her podcast, 
she's just repeating herself the entire time and she never actually comes to a conclusion she'll say like oh i'm gonna give you my opinion on nepo babies and you're thinking oh this girl has the inside scoop with everyone in hollywood she's met these people she's met their families she knows like how much money they make she knows how hard they work what they're doing with their lives like she knows the entire scoop so she's gonna give us like her good opinion on what the nepotism situation is really like in hollywood and then throughout that episode she's like well you know it it can be a good thing but then it can also be a bad thing but then you know you can see it from both sides and it's like okay but what's your opinion that's why i'm listening to your podcast i want the tea i want the i want the whole inside scoop now to be fair she can't really do that she can't name names because then she's just gonna get blacklisted from everything and people in hollywood that it can be scary i've heard Things in Hollywood can be terrifying. So I get it. But long story short, I agree with the people that are making TikToks about how they just don't listen to Emma Chamberlain's podcast anymore because it's so hard to listen to someone that doesn't really have a fully formed opinion after you have gone to college, after you've had a real world job and you've worked a nine to five and you work full time and you have different groups of friends and you've had different experiences than someone who entered the Hollywood world before, like still in the middle of puberty, basically. So yeah, my opinion on college, long story short, I'm saying Emma Chamberlain repeats herself. I repeat myself every single time I record a podcast episode. I repeat myself. I get it. I get it. But my opinion on whether college is the best four years of your life or not, it's changed because honestly, it is important to get those mental experiences, to make those friends, to go to those classes with certain professors, to hear other people's opinions, even if you don't like the class, even if you don't care about the subject that's being talked about for an hour and a half in a lecture hall. Even if it's not what you want to do with the rest of your life, going to college gives you so many things to think about. It really does. It helps you learn about yourself. It helps you learn about other people. It helps you figure out what you're not interested in, what you are interested in, what you might want to pursue. And it like when you leave school, you might be thinking like, oh, that was a waste of my time. Like I didn't learn anything. I promise you. As once you leave college, because I graduated in 2021, so it's been two years. Within those two years, there have been things that I didn't even realize I remembered, that I didn't realize I had, like, it feels like permanently in my brain, that I have been able to use to help me with work, to help me with friends, to help me with my relationship. I had no idea, but now I realize how important it is. And how fun it really was. It really was a great time. There were plenty of times where I was sad, where I was stressed, where I didn't want to be there, where I was really frustrated. But all in all, the good completely outweighs the bad. It it really did. And yeah, I have student debt and I still think the good outweighs the bad. So I feel like that says a lot. If you have student debt, but you still wouldn't take it back. I really think it was a great time. I've been talking for 45 minutes so maybe this is a good stopping point. I've heard people don't like podcasts that are only 30 minutes, but then I feel like as a solo 
person recording just sitting here talking it that's when it starts to get really repetitive if you go to like an hour-long thing unless you have this really intense thing you're talking about then I feel like hour-long podcasts for one person are maybe a little bit long it depends on the person but for the first episode in five months I think this is a good stopping point There are going to be things that I want to add to this that my mind has done a 180 on. So maybe I'll bring those up in the next episode. But thank you for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day, an amazing week. And I am hopefully going to keep recording because that is absolutely ridiculous. Five months. That's ridiculous because, like I said, no one listens to this. It is just me. But it's a fun hobby. I want to have more hobbies. I love getting excited about something that isn't serious. It doesn't matter if you do a good job or not. It's not your job. You're not getting paid for it. It Nothing revolves around it. It is just a fun little hobby. And that's what this is for me. So I should make a promise to myself to keep doing it so that I can keep my little fun hobby on the side going. But yeah, I hope you're doing well. And I will see you for the next episode of Pure Nonsense. Bye!